you know, the achievement of anything in our life is a result of our effort, our desire and or willingness to put forth a certain amount of focused activity in the pursuit of a specific goal or outcome. And on the physical level, this makes sense because if we want to drive a nail into a board, we have to hit the nail with a hammer. But on the energetic level, or on the level of mind, different rules apply. To a degree, the same rule applies. But whereas on the physical level, all that's required to build a house is the consistent driving of nails, on the energetic level, there is also an expansion and shift in the energy field of the person who is driving said nails. And the harder that that person tries to expand themselves into a new and improved, freshly renovated version of who they are, the more they will simply meet that which they put out. This being cause and effect, also known as karma. And in Buddhism, there's a idea to take refuge. What does it mean to take refuge in the Dharma? And to take refuge in the Dharma is to take refuge, is to relax and be held in this awareness of cause and effect because in knowing and understanding and seeing things for what they are in the way that whatever I put out is going to come back to me, karma, then whenever something bad happens to me, I'm not actually confused because it's like, right, that makes sense. How many times have I, you know, been that person or, um, yeah, deserving of that in a way. And then obviously in Christianity, it's kind of taken to an extreme of like, instead of taking refuge in the Dharma, it's taken as an opportunity to um, kind of castrate ourselves into this idea of really being like, we are sinful and therefore um, we must repent. Repent being, we must change. So it's kind of interesting because in order to change, what we're talking about right now is, is sabotaged by trying to change because it's being driven by this idea that I have sinned, therefore that's why I need to change. And if we are putting that energy out every time we do something that's trying to change us, we are just going to be getting that energy back until something breaks, something shifts, something falls apart, and that root kind of seed idea becomes something else. And then we'll be in a different experience.
So, yes, the work of our life is achieved via our effort and our willingness to put that effort out. And also, if we think this means that what most of us have been conditioned to think it means, we will be fighting against ourselves. So how is this experientially learned through breathing? And how can we not just get out of our own way of fighting against ourselves, but how can we also harness these vast currents of intelligent energy that is flowing through us at all times, just waiting to be harnessed and used in the ways that it is designed to be used, to be used via the cessation of trying to use it. Well, not to leave you wanting more, but that's something that only you can experience for yourself through practice. And practice requires discipline, and thus we are back around to encountering this idea that in order to get somewhere, we must work hard and put forth the effort. I think this is why many schools of methods, whether it's breath work, um, philosophies, techniques, lineages, or just any system in general that is promising a form of salvation through growth, I think that those, for lack of a better word, institutions are stunted simply because they're not operating on a different level than the rest of the world. So, no global change is actually occurring through these people doing these trainings and breathwork programs or whatever it may be, even though all of the breathworkers out there, for example, tend to share the common vision and dream that is through spreading breathwork, the collective shift in consciousness will happen, and we are helping that along by offering what we're offering and essentially trying to get people to partake. So again, don't misunderstand me by thinking that I'm being judgmental. I'm perhaps being judgmental because I'm a human and everything I say is in one way or another um, coming from <laughs> some form of judgment distinction and I have different things that I'm more internally upset about than other things but um, in this I'm really just trying to um, share from this place of expressing my own experience that being what I am personally struggling with in my own work and in my own vision for the work and the way that I'm efforting with it and you know some days it seems like it's working and other days it's like nope not at all so the buddha i believe can be quoted in saying these things that your salvation is only earned through your diligence and hard work nothing comes to you 
when it comes to cultivation of self-awareness. It must be earned through dedicated practice. And the Buddha can also be quoted in saying that there is no way of progressing towards self-realization because on one hand we might think that we are via engaging in our practices, but these practices are like yoga in that what Patanjali says, the practice of yoga is taken up when the person realizes there is nothing else to be done. So it's a little morbid. It's a little bit, um, it's like how do we come to realizing we are checkmated? We, we have been defeated, yet we're still here, and what do we do? So to me, this is most poignantly pointing to the idea that once we catch a glimpse of our true nature through directly experiencing ourselves as we are, we realize that to align ourselves with our true nature requires only a letting go and an allowing of this truth to flow because it is so pure and self-existing in its own vast ocean of intelligence ebbing and flowing that we know the idea we have of we is in actuality so far off from the truth that this we begins to soften and thus we naturally open to that same level of softness coming back to us in the loop of cause and effect and thus we are that much further along our path towards the truth. Even though our idea of truth being at the end of a path is still an illusion. Because this truth again and our ability to exist in a way that is aware of and connected to truth is not something that is attained through trying to change ourselves, but rather, like we just realized, it comes through the cessation of our mind's association with what it is conditioned to associate itself with. (laughs) So there you have it, folks. And I just want to end the podcast by saying, you know, opinions differ because everyone's got a different amount of experience. Everyone's got a different standpoint. And so by no means am I speaking of these things as if I know better or um, I know in general because it's actually the opposite of that. It's the wondering of, huh, this is what I'm experiencing. I wonder if anybody else is experiencing this and being genuinely interested in asking that question because I'm not coming into contact with many people that are explicitly um, kind of in this way asking the same kinds of questions that I find myself asking. I find that what I perceive when I look out into the world of health and wellness or any type of, you know, personal and collective endeavoring towards creating something more sustainable in the future, I find there to be a lot of just kind of rah-rah and um, 
you know, kind of going about it in this way that I both understand as being a part of it, but I also have experienced that for me, that rah-rah is like very much just the kind of the first inkling of beginning something. And as soon as you actually progress a little bit further, you realize that, you know, um, willpower is not enough. It's just not. So then we have to, you know, deepen again and again and I guess begin to tap into a type of willpower that's not coming from within us, but that is coming from um, places unknown where we surrender to, you know, doing the best, quote, we can and allow space for the energy that is that we are a conduit of to kind of fill in the gaps and 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 do the rest and 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 work with that nature our nature um to to go deeper so if you're interested in more content like this obviously like and subscribe and share this podcast episode. You can also follow me on Instagram at dr.rainwater. That's a pretty good way to kind of get in the loop of hearing about newsletters and class schedules and things like that. But you can also visit rainwaterbreathworks.com and subscribe to the mailing list via that route. So that's it. For this episode, I've got the frou frou. See you next time. Thanks for listening. This extended meme cast was brought to you by JK, sponsored in part by LOL and the Arthur Vining Davis Foundation, and by viewers like you.